Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone gets a foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. And we argue each round, we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide he steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. If you, you could just forget all of last year, doesn't matter. Or I guess this year, because this will come out. This forget 2022. We're deciding what is a pop, important pop culture. All right, you don't need to think for yourself anymore. Let us do the thinking for you. We will just drive your body with our powers up in your head. You just listen to us for all the talking points you're gonna need to be a cool pop culture boy, just like me and Nick. We're in it. We're deep in it. We're so popular around the water fountain at work that like they, they we just rock it. That's that good. Yeah. Can you name five? Artists who release new music this year. This year, five. People. Mr. Pop Culture Boy, five yeah. artists that came out with new music. Okay. This year of yes. 2022. Yes, Taylor Swift. Yes. Beyonce. Yep. I'm. I knew that I was giving you two. Black Thought had his new album. It was very good. Okay. Lupe Fiasco. You really want to use Lupe Fiasco as your as your uh, your person, huh? I mean, you're right. Do you, is that who you want to go to? What did he do? Lupe Fiasco like lost his whole career by being like a flat earther and maybe has also said some Jew stuff. Damn it. Anyone who's ever touched Kanye West. (laughs) It just, it's not, I don't, he's like more, he's like more Kyrie about it. Like kind of on that level of like, (sighs) you're really extrapolating and misinterpreting a lot of things. Yeah. He also is like real flat earth, which is, or like, I don't think he's like completely denounced it, but he definitely, I think even in this year in the song he wrote or like he put out an album and there was at least a song where he's like, man, I probably just shouldn't have said it though. <laughs> like, damn, maybe I really shouldn't have like brought that shit up and things would have gone better for me. We, instead of getting a license to drive, everyone can drive, right? Everyone can drive now. No license needed. What you need a license to do is watch YouTube. You have to take classes. You have to learn the proper YouTube etiquette how to spot fake things, how to know that this stuff is dumb as fuck, you know? Yeah. You, just because no. you say you're a YouTube expert on YouTube doesn't make you an expert of anything. Yeah, that's, man, I I really hope that we weren't the only generation that got like some form of like computer literacy. Like I think, I really, I have to imagine that going forward, more more generations will have that. Oh, I think Zoomers can spot fake shit from like a mile away, right? I think so too, but I'm worried about who's teaching them. <laughs> Like, who's their teachers? Because sometimes I feel like their teachers are the people who aren't literate in this shit. So it's the blind leading the blind, you know? It's like when you grow up in a family of drug addicts, Nick. You watch them all doing meth, and you decide, I'm not going to do meth, you know? Yeah. That's what the Zoomers are doing. They're teaching yeah. themselves. Very relatable, yes. <laughs> all right, so we're going to, we are here to talk, as Cody mentioned, we are here to talk about the best moments of 2022 in pop culture, because we are the pop culture boys. Even though Cody only named four people who put out albums. And we have the four seed. Danger Heidi- Mouse. Oh, and Danger Mouse. Okay. So specific. <laughs> so specific. I have to be specific. You asked me specific names. I, I get it. But like, I guess if I'm talking pop culture, do I think that the new Danger Mouse album is even, has even reached a hundredth of the acclaim and conversation and pop culture impact as Beyonce. No, I it should. It's really good album. That's fine. There's a lot of good stuff that should. But <laughs> if I had my druthers, Cody, Mayday Parades, A Lesson in Romantics would be the number one selling album of all time. <laughs> That's a good album too. 
pretty good. I'm still working on it. I'm going to, that's, that's the next mission motorboaters. Everyone needs to go and buy it though. Like we got to, cause like streaming isn't when it counts, they're not going to like, they're not going to give it, let it beat thriller or fucking revolver by the Beatles unless it's got actual sales. So everyone go out, buy a lesson in romantics by Mayday Parade. Let's get that shit. Number one. But here we are talking about the best moments. We have the four seed, the Heidi Klum worm going up against the 13 seed Taylor and Beyonce are back. And then we have five seed new Top Gun is actually good going up against the 12 seed, the slap. I think we all know what we're talking about, but we can definitely get into it. Cody, which one do you want to start with? We'll start with the worm and then Taylor and Beyonce are back. The worm, it makes me uncomfortable. Does it bother you? It really like, it makes my skin do crawly stuff like yeah. i don't like this worm yeah she looks wet and i don't understand how the face part works <laughs> i uh we will make sure to include um a photo if you haven't seen it because this is maybe one of our more specific of all time like of this year you can't deny that when it's like why the fuck am I seeing this worm? This person dresses a worm on my Instagram. This, why am I seeing, what is, how is this even important to anything? And then you're like, wait, it's Heidi Klum. What? But Heidi Klum, you're, you're a nice lady. Like I would say, I don't think, I don't feel like I'm being a jerk or like weirdly sex or by being like, she's an attractive woman. Like she made a career being an attractive woman. Yeah, and she was a supermodel. It's- her passion for Halloween costuming and just like fucking it up and being, like, I think what she does, it feels like she takes, like, one year on, one year off of being hot. Because, like, she did Princess Fiona, like, Shrek Prince, like, Princess Fiona when she's Shrek, though. Like, a sh- is she an, an ogre? ogre? Sorry, she's an ogre. Sorry, that, I was like, when she's a Shrek, Shrek's not a type of thing. And that's, I gotta say, hot. <laughs> it's it's hot. But then she also has done, like, I'm gonna be a mummy, or I'm gonna be a fucking zombie, or a worm. Flesh-eating it. Well, that's actually kind of hot. We'll post the flesh eating alien. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm not against it as much as I thought I would be. But it's, it's, it's an odd decision that she makes. She did. Okay, so y'all, she did Michael Jackson. She did the thrill. She did. So she didn't do Michael Jackson. She did Michael Jackson in Thriller when he turns into a werewolf. Can we ask the question? Is that blackface? Do we it's need to have face. a conversation about? Because she's impersonating a a black. She paid other people to dress as Heidi Klum. God, she's all over the map. She did Jessica Rabbit. Anyway. Dude, no one pisses me off. I, I like it. I appreciate that she's out here doing the Halloween stuff. But I feel like she spends my yearly salary on her costume every year. It's very frustrating that rich people do this a lot. The cost, yes. There is no doubt that the cost of my home is maybe not enough. If I mortgaged my home and I told someone I want the Heidi Klum worm costume, they'd be like, you still need more money. <laughs> like that's in it's what. And also what, what I really want to know is here. Why? Like what was going on in your life? Like, is this, is, is she it, hinting at I, a next, a, no, a rebirth? I, I know why actually. Cause there was a big TikTok. Cause I'm again, I'm the pop culture boy that you come to see and know for all your pop culture needs. And I'm telling you, there was that trend going around of people asking their husbands or their boyfriends if you'd still love me if I was a worm. And she was like, you know what? Let's test it. Is that actually true? Is this, is this? Yeah, that was a big thing going around. No, no, no. I know that part, but I'm saying, is that why she did it? Because if so, that's genius. Yes, and then, that's why she did it. And then two, I like that she basically, I think she almost proved to herself. She's like, yeah, I wouldn't love me either. This is insane. Why is it wet? 
That's what bothers me We're, the most. Have you seen a worm? Yeah, Are I you know, familiar with worms? I get it, but I don't want to look at a wet. It's wet. I at least appreciate, like, that's the thing. When it comes to Halloween and you're going to go out there, right? You're going to do it. Do it. All the way. 110%. Don't. Honestly, I think if she would have been dry worm, I would have been like a little. I'd be like, that ain't a worm. That ain't no worm. <laughs> gotta be damp. I need gotta to be, be Gotta be shiny, man. Gotta do it. I love it. Dude, that that is beautiful. If that like if that's the I, I, I trust you, I think that is the reason. But that's a wild thing then to be like, let me see now. Let me actually, you like know it. what? Let me not ask the theoretical question. Let's prove it. Let's do the science on this. Make me a worm, and I want to see if my husband's into it. Now the question is, do you think he hit? <laughs> he did dress like a fisherman, so he caught her, and I guess he did. I would, I don't know, man. Probably, but <laughs> you're our music boy of all of the boys, all of our pop culture boys. We got, we got hundreds of them on the show that know all the pop culture stuff. It's just me and Nick today though. But do you do, tell me about Taylor and Beyonce? You're in the album. Wait, are you implying that there's a world where could other people be doing this podcast for us sometimes? Cause it, <laughs> no, scheduling today was tough. So if you're telling me that there's like a Craig who could have filled in with his friend, like Jerome, and they did this, did, did around for us once. I would have appreciated that. Or is that your other, the new podcast you're starting pop culture boys, pop culture boys. I'm talking about pop oh, culture okay. boys. And that is not a, just a pot. That's not just a podcast. It's a way of life. We have a YouTube series. We've got a Patreon where you can get pictures of us doing YouTube behind the scenes. We've got a new, a daily news update that comes out on YouTube and in podcast form. Thank you for telling me this. I, um, I guess I've maybe not been holding up my end of the bargain. Yeah, you're the music guy and the music department's been shit. I'm just going to say. not been good. The website, the website you go, you click on like art, m like movies, TV. All and done. it's like. It's all, there's full of stuff. But <laughs> and then you, you click music, on. There's nothing. Popcultureboys.com. That's not a site. This is available. Are we starting a new podcast? <laughs> all right. We will we'll get behind the scenes on this. We'll figure that out. Because <laughs> I would love to make you a pop culture boy. I know you are. I know you are. Coach. I know you're a pop culture boy. But I'd like to really. I want to know that you've seen the movie After Sun. <laughs> is that what it is? That's what I want. Out here and we're going to see Tar. It's going to be good. The number one critic choice movie of the year, After Sun. And Cody's like, fuck this is. <laughs> all right. Taylor and Beyonce. Yes. So they both came out with new albums this year, right? And here's what I realized about getting old is I now, like when I was young, right? I was like, why do people fucking love these old fuck? Like, why do people want to listen hear a new Garth Brooks album? Or why does anyone want to listen to Elton John put out a new album? What's he got to say? Ain't nothing better than the old stuff. And then Beyonce and Taylor came out with albums. And it just made me feel like there's still stability in this chaos. Like if Taylor and Beyonce can still put out albums and be consistent, then that maybe everything's not off the rails. Right. And that I can feel that sense. And I was like, and that's where I was like, fuck, I am old. Now don't get me wrong. Here's the deal. I feel like when Beyonce releases an album, it's a big deal, right? There's kind of like, it just doesn't happen very much. If you ask me, I'm, I would say like, oh, it's always like three, five years between Beyonce albums. But I feel like Taylor Swift, just because she's in the pop charts so much that she must release an album every six months. So I don't understand why it's a big deal when Taylor Swift releases an album. So she even okay. re-released all of her old albums, right? Here's a, well, that's a whole story in and of itself. Yeah, so that's important. Which I, I'm a little bit aware of. Yes, that's important. But I don't think you count that. She did release albums last year in 20 in 2020 and 2021. She released Evermore and Folklore, which are very like completely off the beaten path of what she was doing. 
The reason why this album was big for her to release was because it was more of a return to form. This is a Taylor Swift pop album, not her like folky indie stuff that she was like, clearly she was, we were all in a pandemic. She (laughs) couldn't just like generate, like get a whole band together. So she wrote these like really great songs. People, I mean, those albums are good too, but it was, those are also released with no warning, right? So you didn't have the entire Taylor Swift machine behind Behind it. it. Yeah. Like when the Taylor, this was like the first time the Taylor Swift machine was like, let's, let's fire it back up. Let's see if it still works. And to some extent it uh, it does. I thought, I love this. I love the new album by Taylor Swift. I really do. The Beyonce one's good. It's interesting. What I like about the Beyonce album is that Drake, like a week or two before releases an album. It, it, a lot of like the, the similarities between them is that it has a lot of nineties house music. Do you remember the quad city DJs and how they were dope? Did you like those guys? They're back, everyone. <laughs> like Beyonce brought them back. That kind of style of music. Drake does this, and everyone's like, man, Drake, you don't even know what, what music is anymore, dude. You don't even know what's cool. You're just making some weird fucking wild shit, dude. This sucks. Your album fucking blows. Everyone hates this album. Beyonce comes out. I'm not joking. I think the release date is two weeks later. Drops an album with very similar influences, and everyone is like, a fucking queen. Reviving <laughs> from the dead. She 90s house music. She reached down into the ground and pulled the Quad City DJs out of the cold dirt. And here they are pumping up the jams for you pumping and me. These jams were all feeling good. <laughs> and I think that's what was beautiful. Now, to what you were saying, what's interesting about this Beyonce release, though, is that like usually she would come out with like a full blown like visual like album to it. Like, uh, like every song gets a music video in that. Yeah. And we haven't gotten that yet. And that's the one thing that people are it sounds like struggling with is it's like, well, when lemonade came out, that shit had a whole compendium of of information. And now this one, like, well, what do we do? What do we do with that? And we're waiting. The rumor is, is that she's probably actually pregnant. So she can't like tour it either. Like she hasn't like announced a tour. She just was like, man, I just, I just crushed this album. I just made a great fucking album. And maybe I can't like do the full, the full Beyonce, but the people need this. Like that's what, when, ta- when that, but that's the problem. We didn't get the full Beyonce. They needed the album. We got the album, but we need the full Beyonce. Well, the question is, is it better to have half a Beyonce than no Beyonce? Oh, like that's a good question because because I like I said, I think she realizes I just fucking killed this album. Critically, her like one of her top albums, beloved, not fallen off by any means. Taylor Swift's album is like kind of like people say it's like more middle in the pack. People are like, yo, Beyonce has not stopped being the greatest. Is still the greatest. Still the best to do this shit, right? So if you know you have gold, if you know you're sitting on fire heat, but you're like, damn, but I know I probably can't do the full experience, but the people- You the give people it to do- them. You give them a half Beyonce. What I, do? You, okay, do you think Beyonce makes an album, right? And she, it's like not her fire album. She knows it. She's like, I can't do this, right? So instead of giving us the full Beyonce or the half Beyonce, she destroys the album and says, y'all weren't ready for it. It makes us not the ones worthy. That's basically what Prince does. <laughs> Or did? Yeah, I Prince love was that. Like, do you know how many albums I've made? And people are like, wait, what? He's like, I have a vault of albums of music, but y'all weren't ready for it. You just and don't deserve this. If there's one person in the world that I believe truly could like look at the zeitgeist, know that what they created was like too far in the future. <laughs> too powerful. Like, was like, like, he's like, the stuff he was releasing, people are like, yo, this is like too progressive. He's, he's out there too far already. And he's like, this ain't even the furthest I go. No, you should hear my experimental shit. So for like when, when Prince does it, so it would, 
I would put Beyonce on that level if she was like, they're like, Beyonce, it's been, because right now it's been six years. It was six years since Lemonade to now, right? Yeah. So if she would have waited like any longer to put out an album, like if we were, if like maybe, because like, let's assume it takes her three years to make an album. Do you think her putting out the album is what stopped us from like plummeting into a recession? Like it slowed it down? Like the fact that Beyonce's album came out, people were like, wait, there's still hope. Yeah, there's still some. Once again, yeah, there's a stability. Yes. Like we're we're feeling the chaos like, of the I world. I would like to see what happened to the Dow that day. Yeah, it went it went fucking up and it was twerking. <laughs> it was up and down. It was shaking that shit, dude. It was good, but it was a good day overall. Overall, still uh, up, but you know, yeah. it was a good day. <laughs> Someone's like, man, I don't think I want to buy this house. I don't know if I don't know if I'm ready to. I don't know if I'm ready to own property. Wait, what? The Beyonce album just came out. We'll put that shit on. Can we? Oh, this house has speakers. Put the put it on the speakers in the house. <laughs> Renaissance is just blasted through the speakers, and you're like, I gotta buy this house. I'm fucking getting this. I fucking feel house. way too sexy to not buy this house. Every the the greatest car salesman that day when it came out, when they were like showing people cars, like I just don't know what. I mean, I know rates are going up, and I is this a good time? They're like, sir, let me let me sit you down in this car real quick. Let me <laughs> just hold on real quick. Let me just you know connect. You can connect your phone right away. It, uh, it ha- you can connect through the Bluetooth and like it's got the Spotify comes up on the CarPlay. That's great. Let's put on. Oh, Beyonce just had a new album. Let me drop that for you real quick. And they were like, wait, this is what my life could be like in this car. <laughs> I yeah. can only I I don't know. I only listen to Beyonce in this car. All right, what Own are you locking? What are you doing? No, no. I gotta lock in Beyonce and Taylor I got Swift because I like- the worm makes me uncomfortable and it does upset me at a deep core level that do i you need think, to figure out so the question becomes 2023 heidi klum costume does she can she go bigger and if so do you is she gonna 2023 if you're keeping with the trend you said she's got to go sexy again i think i think she might become i think she's gonna dress as the abyss just the abyss. like the void like she's gonna dress as the void okay what about It'll, the villain from Stranger Things? Oh, this is probably she would have done that this year. That would have been. It feels like yeah. Anyway, all right, we're gonna move Taylor. We'll move them on. All right, so we have we have Top Gun coming back and being like by all accounts good. It is the number one grossing film right now in the world for 2022. Going up against the slap, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock across the face for making a a, a bald joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, his wife, and everyone lost their collective shit everybody lost their shit <laughs> the whole internet was that was i didn't even watch the oscars and no. i knew i knew within minutes of it happening that it had happened no one watches I, the oscars. I don't know how i knew right. i watched a video of it like i wasn't even on my phone i was playing video game my video game stopped i was like yo 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 yeah, yeah, yeah i know yeah, you're yeah. a pop culture boy and you yeah. need to see this you need to be caught up on this shit because this is wild it is but, one of those things where you re- it's a reminder that the world is mostly just full of norms. There aren't rules to this shit. There, there are just things that we as like a society say, hey, if I'm on stage and you don't like something I say, it doesn't matter who you are. You don't just go hit that person. <laughs> you know, like it's just so wild that it was at the Oscar. Like, it right. Well, that's the thing. It's that that thought would cross your mind. I, right. That's I think that's where the people don't discuss enough is the actual thought process of Will Smith in that moment. Because there's so many literal steps along the way. He is walking towards him. Let's say he takes over 20 steps to get to Chris Rock. Each one of those steps, he could have been like, maybe I'll just go like shake his hand or something. You know, like maybe I should, I I know I thought I was going to hit him, but maybe I won't hit him right now. Like, and at, at no point did that. And it's, I mean, it's quick, right? He makes the joke. So something about Jada Pinkett being bald, which she is, 
Like, yeah. And it's not like he made like a cancer joke. It's not like she's bald because of like chemotherapy, right? Like, yeah, that's not, that's he, not funny. What if he would have made a joke about her not being in a good movie since the nineties, like 93, maybe <laughs> like, is he going to slap her then? What? I, yeah, that's a fantastic question. What would the level of joke had to have been where he decides I would it be, what was slap worthy? Cause if the bar was set at, I'm you know, Oh, she's going to be in GI Jane too. Cause she's bald. It's not even a good joke. Maybe he slapped him because the joke just wasn't funny and he expected more. He's like, you're Chris Rock. You want it. You're one of the voices of a generation. Exactly. And this is the weak shit. You define comedy in the nineties. Like your HBO specials are still some of the, like the best specials that have ever been put out. And that's the joke you wanted to make. You're better than that. Hit him. What if that would have been? Cause like, to be clear, Will Smith has not, has given like one interview since he like talked, I think it was to Oprah recently. And he yeah. was basically like, yeah, Cause he just, he's, he's in a movie right now. I think it's either has come out or is coming out. It's called emancipation. It's a slavery film. Like it's heavy. He's like, I feel really bad because I know what I did is the reason why people probably aren't going to see this film. Or like, it's the reason my cast is going to have to talk about this shit. Yeah. And it's like, we just made a great film. A, like, and people seem to like it. Like it seems to be a good film. And he's just like, that's what I feel bad about. That was in January too, by the way, folks. Dude, you know, what it feels like it was yesterday. No, that was January. Full circle. It made it stayed in the culturally relevant the whole damn year. Nick Top Gun asks us the age old question: When will actors start to fucking look old? Tom Cruise is sixty and he's hot as shit. Now I looked up sixty year old actors. None of them are looking old anymore. What is who, up with this? Who do you got? Who do you got for sixty? Or who do you who's who's sixty right now? Jim Carrey. He's got a big beard behind the beard. He probably looks fine. Clooney looks great. Clo Clooney is sixty years old, huh? Yeah. Wow, man, 60 was old. Like, also, do you think it's hard to be, like, is it worth being hot in your 60s? Like, what is there left to do? Yeah, leave some hotness for the rest of us, man. Here's the problem I have. Hey, we are not, hey, do not include, oh, it stars turning 60. I thought this was a list of hot actors in their 60s, and they included Emilio Estevez, and I was like, hey, now, that dude, that dude, he looks good for 60, but let's not sit here and be like, I got a boner for Emilio Estevez right now. I'm just worried, Nick, that I'm never going to be more attractive than George Clooney. Like, ever. Oh, like, I was never. like, Cody, did you think that you had a shot at the throne? No, I'm saying we'll never exist on the planet. There's going to be a point where he's 90 years old and he's going to look old as fuck and shitty. And I will be in my prime and I will look good. And I'm afraid that's never going to happen because he's never going to look old. Nick, I want to exist on a planet where I, at some point, am more attractive than an old man. And it's not going to happen. And it's very frustrating to me. So before... So let me ask you, when did you assume, like if you were with it, you know, it's you and me, we're in high school and we're, yeah. and we're having a typical Nick and Cody conversation. Yes. At that age, if I, if you were to be like, man, I can't wait till I'm hotter than Tom Cruise. Yeah. When do you think you were going to cross that bar? Okay. If he's 60 now, right? 60 right now. You are, you are third. Do you mind me saying that you are a 32 year old man? Yes. So I'll be like fifties and he'll be in his eighties. I gotta be hotter than an 80 year old man. But I'm saying that's what you think now. I'm saying yes. back then, back then we're, we are. Well, back then age boys. was different. People aged when we were in high school, people on TV aged. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did it was so weird that eventually Betty White looked the way she did in the eighties for the rest of her life. They found something in the early nineties that just stopped aging and they won't tell us what it is. It's kid blood. It's yeah, I was about to say, Cody, we, it's kid blood. we, we know, what it is. know what it is. But it's that's kid blood. But and it just pisses me off that George Clooney's flopping around in this, this blood, splashing, playing his games, Marco Polo in it with everyone else that's old. 
and I'm never going to get a part of it. And I'm going to never catch up. Cody, can I ask you then the question that I think is on all of our minds? You, you splash around kid blood if you got to stay hot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. You know what? I'm, I appreciate the no hezzy the no on that. There was no, you're like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> Let's be clear. I don't want to be around the kids when they die. Yeah, That's I don't not... want to do the whoa, work. Whoa, whoa, We pay people to I would, do if, that if part. Like, hey, here's some stuff. If you splash around in this red stuff, you'll stay young forever. You... I'm not gonna ask what it is. <laughs> you get in there, you're like, this seems smells like blood. I got a little bit in my mouth. That tastes like blood. I'm gonna just not. No, no <laughs> questions asked. No questions, dude. <laughs> It's just better that way. You're like, no, it's just the spa I go to. This is it's just the spa fun, that I go. It's just a special treatment that my spa has. There's definitely, there's no way it's kid blood. So it's probably <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> there's absolutely no way this is ingenue blood that they just rub all over my body. Yeah. I, nope, 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 nope. Couldn't be just a special spa treatment and I get to stay hot. I- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, we got to lock in the slap. The slap, I think, okay, here's the thing. The slap. That is the definition of a pop culture moment. That is going to be something that we're going to think about for the rent. Like we're going to be there when we're talking to grandkids. I'm like, no, I was watching live when he got the shit slap when Will Smith slapped the shit out of him. Yeah, you know? I, I, I got to. It's tough because I really think there's there's like there's something like weird about because like a sequel. I really hate the idea of making sequels 30 years after the fact just because it's like, well, it's a property people know. But like the fact that. A, this was supposed to come out in 2020, and Tom Cruise was like, nah, man, this shit's too good. He he basically pulled, he did the reverse Beyonce. He held it back. He's like, the people deserve, the people deserve this, but they don't deserve half a Tom Cruise. No, they deserve full Cruise. You, you, need, you need to be sitting in your seat watching me fly a fucking jet plane. Tom Cruise fly, Tom Cruise can stunt, if, even if he wasn't an actor, he is a fighter pilot, an actual one, can fly jets on his own. He is a stunt car driver on his own. He's a certified stunt person. His life, if you could do it all, if like, if you besides could do the Scientology I, part, besides that part the Scientology, sucks. I was going to say, we got to take Scientology. I, I, yeah, I that's what's the hardest part. Cause I'm like, if I could live a life over, if I could get one life to just like, just sit in the body and just like Dude, watch. It's got to be Scientology though. That's what we, that's what we're missing. A cult. And we need to start a call. I'm all right. Here's the deal. This is, I'm just locking in the slap. It's, it's going to be, it has part. to, because like you said, and I think even no, as I'm we're knocking about, it over Beyonce, the Queen know, B and Taylor Swift too. We're getting that slap up here. No, I know it's I wait, like, I wonder if it was a situation where like, if, if this was the year that Beyonce released like lemonade, right. Mm-hmm. Seminal, one of the greatest albums slash like the whole context behind it the story everything yes that is something that i feel like can go up against the slap but this shit like when we're talking about 2022 right and markers of like aliens will come down from and like look at like okay what was like the thing that year i mean it's a slap no one don't get me wrong i like the new taylor swift album but it's i would say even though i like and i do put it up there some of her best work it's not the one you give to the aliens it's not the alien. We're not shooting this one into space. And I'm but not giving, I'm not Chris giving Rock this, and Will Smith out there. Yeah. I'm not giving Beyonce this out. Like, this is the one, this is the thing that I'd be like, what do you need to know? Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Why? Man, a shitty joke about his wife. Was that a thing you all did? No, that's why it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Let's lock it in. All right. Let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's move it. Let's go. And that is it folks. Slap moving on. What? So, you know, we always say we, we do our research and we do do our research. 
you know, we look, we, we look up these things. We learn more about them. Do I have to, can I, can I slap you? Absolutely not. I'll come see you. I, can I, I get to make a really bad joke about Kellyanne to her face. See, here's the thing. She'll slap me. Kellyanne would slap you. So I feel like it, then I guess I have to take the slap. Cause I feel like if I made, I'm also not, if anyone here thinks I'm about to make some kind of like light joke about Catherine, just to see what, co- nope. That's not how <laughs> friendship works. You don't do yeah, that dude. to people. That's also why you do get slapped and it is understandable. Like, I don't know what the joke would have to be. And I don't want to know what bar you have for like, there's the line between shut the fuck up. And now you got slapped. Yeah, exactly. Where is it? We don't need to find it. It's not the point of friendship, right? No. <laughs> it's to, to learn that line. So, but I'm like, how are we going to research it? We'll find a way. Start slapping people. Yeah. We're just going to start wanna... making fun of people's wives until someone hits us. Cause that's the other part. People don't talk. People want to like get in like the sociology of all of this, right? Two black men slapping each other over a comment about black woman's hair. There's a lot to dig in there. That's not what we're here to talk about. What I'm here to talk about is <laughs> that was a great fucking slap. Yeah, he reared back on it. Box that dude. It was not a bad on it. It was not a bad hit. It was like, you're like, D-. if it would have been a weak hit, we might have been able to get over it. But he fucking got that. He tagged him. He, he done got him. So, all right. We will send us ideas on how to research to our social medias, Friendly Cop yes. Pod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That'll help us do the research that we need. Yes. And wherever send you pictures of us, uh, send, pic- send us videos of you slapping other people. Who have insulted your significant other? That's fine. I would love those. Please send those our way. Uh, you can find us at Friendly Compod everywhere that you, uh, where there's an at symbol, except to, we're not on TikTok. Sorry, I shouldn't say that because we're not, we're not going to do We should that. get on that though. I know, but I can't. See, that's the thing, Cody, is because I do the social, I can't be on TikTok. It's, it's me essentially saying I give up on productivity for the rest of my life. <laughs> like there's just no getting around the fact that I would be, you showed me Marvel Snap recently. And I don't, mm. I mean, I think it'll still be cool by the time that this comes out. But like, I'm already fucked. Like that's already taking up too much time. I can't have a, a, an algorithm that's like, hey, we know everything you would like to see and we're going to give you tiny little videos of it. Does that sound good? Yeah, it sounds fucking great. Yeah, yeah it sounds I mean, amazing. All right. All right. So yeah, follow us uh, wherever, wherever that is. Like, share those posts, uh, comment, rate, review wherever you can as well. And I stole Cody's part, so I'll just say, make sure to uh, shout out Charizard for our intro outro music. Make sure uh, to listen to him on Bandcamp. Type in Charizard to place the vowels with sixes. That is it for us. We got a new episodes next week on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.